Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's one thing falling in love with a house, picturing yourself moving in and calling it home, and quite another navigating the world of price negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. An agent who's a Realtor can make understanding that world easier. Realtors have the expertise, access to proprietary data, and tools to help you get from imagining living somewhere to actually doing it. That's the kind of help we can provide. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Welcome to RapStation.com and you don't stop radio. This is Tim Einenkel with my segment at the library. Most of us know the legendary R&B group Full Force because of this hit. this yo peewee you know what i mean i was just joking yeah i'm gonna drop your bozo ass like a bad cold did you also know full force has been responsible for hits like these Except for the last track, Full Force can pretty much take credit for many of the songs on the soundtrack of my childhood. The legendary group is featured in TV One's Unsung series, which airs January 30th. I sat down with Full Force members Big Fine, Bodega Lou, and Paul Anthony early this week, and we talked about them being legends. When you guys were asked about doing the uh, TV One's Unsung series, like, what was your first reaction? Well, well, our first reaction was that you know it's, it's one of our favorite shows on TV One. I mean, this is Bow Lake and Lou. Me speaking, I, it is my favorite show on TV One. And when we were um, speaking about doing it, man, we were elated, you know, because we love that show. And, you know, we feel that in some parts of uh, the overall industry, full force is truly unsung because not everybody knows our story. You know what I mean? This is questions for all three of you, but did you guys go into your career knowing you wanted to kind of do artist development, want to write and produce for people, or did you... Did you Definitely not. Okay. No. We were just a group, we were a band. And that was the very, very beginning of the early 80s when, you know, R&B bands still existed, you know. Right. You had a whole bunch of R&B bands from Slay, BT Express, Atlantic Star, there was so many bands. We was one of those bands. We was one of the top local bands in New York. Now we were the best, you know. So... We were just trying to get a deal. And what happened is that we couldn't get a deal. We couldn't get a deal and create our life. Nobody would sign us to hear it. And then our, um, our manager at the time, Steve Salem, our co-manager, he suggested that we produce people. And that's what we did. And we did a little local record, and that record ended up being Roxanne, Roxanne, and, you know, the rest of history. Is there, as you, mentioned, as you guys are mentioning, you guys written for... I mean, so many people, James, and written and produced for, you know, James Brown, Lisa Lee, uh, Guy, 
Patty LaBelle, UTFO. Are there songs that you guys wished were yours that were full force hits? I did. I sure do. I mean, I I don't know necessarily because sometimes when we were producing, you know, we 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 would always say, man, we just had that one joint for us, you know, certain songs, you know, whether it's a James Brown song or whether it's any of our, any of our successful songs that we produced on other people, the Backstreet Boys song. I said, man, if, if we would have had that song for full force, that would have been great, you know? Right. We never had that really breakout hit. I think the closest, like a real, real true breakout is maybe Alex, I want you just for me, or... Ain't My Type of Hype, which is a song that got popular because of the movie House Party. But, you know, I think that happens to a lot of people that sometimes produce records on other people. Like, take, for instance, like when Teddy Riley did a song, and I think Keith Sweat helped to produce uh, Johnny Kemp's Just Got Paid. Mm. You know, I know Keith had said to me, man, I wish that was my song. But even though they did it for another artist. But I think a lot of producers, producer acts are like that sometimes, you know? I'm just wondering. I mean, you guys write all these hit. You guys have written a lot of hits for a lot of people. Are there? Is what's the business aspect behind like not being able to write it? Like write a Roxanne, Roxanne, and say, you know, that might be a hit. Let's just take that back and make it ours. Like, what is what's the politics? I guess behind that. Um. Well, the politics used to be, damn, we should have kept it. <laughs> That's pretty much it, you know. Um. With us, there's really not politics per se because. You know, um, when we have an artist, like if you're talking about an artist that has, you know, already a track record, you know, we're kind of tailor-making it for that artist. You know, there's been many times where we've created something and, like, you know, this might be hot, let's hold it for us. And sometimes that can come back to bite us because you can be holding a smash back from a multi-platinum artist, you know? Right. And then you, you're talking about residual income, and the, and the artist may be at a level different than, you know, higher than ours. So more, more often than not, there's really no politics that more often than not, we're like, you know, let that song go. If you really feel what you do, you can always create another hit. So we always just let that song go first, you know? Right. When you when you guys were asked to write for the, the late, great James Brown, uh, was that the most intimidating experience of your life? Um, yeah, speaking of for me, uh, I'd say, yeah. Paul Anthony. Yeah, yeah. Paul Anthony, um, because we're not really intimidated by anyone. We embrace <laughs> everyone. Right. But, you know, you're talking about, you know, the architect here, you know. So it was a whole different energy, you know. Um, usually, since I'm the one that's predominantly doing the vocals, I usually meet the artist first. And the guy's like, Paul, you go meet Mr. Brown, you know. When I met with him, it was just crazy because he walked up the elevator totally by himself, no bodyguards, no nothing, and and it was just like I can't really believe that I was there talking to James Brown. It was just incredible. It was an incredible feeling. So it was definitely that feeling of intimidation because it was him by himself and all his gala of of of, of, of serious legend. Um, as you said, uh, and also in the in the TV. Uh in the series, uh, you guys say that A My Type of Hype is probably your most popular song, but I have to wonder, just from each three of you, uh, and Be Fine if you want to start out, is that is A My Type of Hype your favorite song? It's an unknown album cut called Physical Commitment. Why, why, why is that? Why is that your favorite? Uh, I think it's extremely melodic, and I like what it, you know, I like what it says. 
you know, because a lot of times in relationships, you know, people uh, just talk about the love and how much I love you, you know. This was a song basically saying that for the first time in my life, I'm willing to actually give a physical commitment just to you. And uh, bow-legged, Luke? Okay. So just to let you know, so everybody can know, the song that B mentioned, which is called Physical Commitment, that came off of an album that we did on Capitol Records, and the name of the album is called Don't Sleep. So if any Full Force fans, you can actually buy that album on Amazon.com. And my favorite Full Force song, which you can also get on that same album, Forceful Mixture, on iTunes, is a song called Born to Love Only You. That's like one of my favorites, if not the favorite song that Full Force has ever done as a group. It was on an it was on an album before on TVT. And TVT didn't, you know, do a good thing with it. So now you can get it on Forceful Mixture, our new one of our new um, iTunes album. But Born to Love Only You, which is a great love song. In fact, is it was a powerful song. My brother B Fine, when he got married, you know, he asked that me and Paul can sing that song at his wedding, which we did. And um, you know, it was a great, great song. I think it's one of our one of our best vocal vocal uh songs too oh wow and you got and i want to say you guys been i actually have to know you guys been working at this obviously for so long what what keeps full force going like when do you guys know when it's time to call it quits or is it never going to be time to call it quits speaking for myself Lady lou i i i think as long as i have a breath in my mouth and even if i'm going up to 80 years old i'll still be wanting loving the stage of performing and the same thing to go for songwriting and producing and just creating. You know, I'll just keep going until I have no breath left, basically. You know, because I, what I love is that you can have so many people, like a David Foster and, and a lot of writers, songwriters, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, that still write great songs and produce great songs and babyface and full force. So, you know, we just keep on keeping on. And then you got on, so that's the songwriting and production end of it and then you have on the performing tip many acts that are still performing to this day and they've they've been making money all their career just by performing on stage you know from Gloria Gaynor to Lisa Lisa who's never who's always been performing never worked a day since since I was discovering her um you know and, I, and you know so funny I recently was at this sh uh, show in Jersey that I hosted for the mayor of Atlantic City and Russell Tompkins, the legendary Russell Tompkins of the stylistics. Oh, wow. He was like 60-something years old. To see him on stage singing all those great songs by the stylistics and still sounding the same? That's amazing. That's crazy. That's amazing. Still making money, too, you know? So, you know, I like to just keep doing it all. Behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, just, you know, doing it all. That's me. And, uh, I mean, I, I want to thank you guys all for... Being on the being on the and you don't stop radio with Chuck D. Uh, from a personal point of view, when my wife and I were watching the uh, series, we uh, didn't realize how influential you guys were musically in our lives, and I want to thank you for that. Thank you so much. Make sure to check out on January 30th, Unsung, so you can learn more about Full Force. This is Tim Einigel for RapStation.com and you don't stop radio. Peace.
Added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.